Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zaka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay. Good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. We joined shortly alongside Rich Van Zant, And the Miami Dolphins are on the board. They have got their first win over the New York Jets, 28-16. to Ryan Fitzpatrick, just under 300 yards, three touchdown passes. Very efficient day. And the Miami Dolphins are not only in the win column, but no longer in last place in the division as uh, – They beat their AFC East rivals once again, and uh, it's uh, a little bit of a better feeling for sure around Dolphin land, regardless of how much you bought into this uh, tanking season and uh, rebuilding. uh, It's pretty obvious that winning feels pretty good, and especially when you beat the New York Jets. I think that's uh, even more so. Uh, of a victory, if you will. And so um, this is a a very uh, good week for the Miami Dolphins, and and they'll uh, continue what they're doing. But the bottom line now is uh, this is a very good week all around as the New England Patriots lost last night um, at the hands of the Baltimore Ravens. And so uh, not only is New England now not uh, uh, undefeated, um, but the Miami Dolphins – are not uh, without a win. So all around, very good. Very good for the Miami Dolphins and their fans. And uh, the the San Francisco 49ers, the lone remaining undefeated team in the National Football League as we finish uh, week eight. So this this is all good stuff, and it's about time. And, um, you know, there's there's a lot of things to talk about. Uh, We have some updates as, uh, you know, one of the down notes in the game is Preston Williams. Uh, hurt his uh, knee, and it turns out that he is now out for the year. Um, so we'll talk a little bit more about that. And, uh, of course, there's a lot of things going on around the league. We'll, we'll get into that. I mentioned that the New England Patriots uh, were beaten by the Ravens. And so now a couple teams in the AFC, I guess, are, are coming up. But uh, uh, without further ado, you know, Rich, let me put it to you this way. The best thing about doing a Monday night show is that you finish – with a pregame show to a Monday night game where the Dolphins go to Pittsburgh and open up with a 14-point lead and don't score another point. But the good news is you, you open up the next show with a victory over the Jets. So it's like it never even happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that game. 
That's right. I try to and make don't it try. Just let it go. Just let it go. Yes. yes. Don't yes. strain yourself. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so listen, uh, we've both been very critical. Um, but you know what? Let, let's at least enjoy this a little bit because this, you know, this is not going to be, you know, one of those special years. So, anytime you can beat the Jets is 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 a plus for sure. Um, oh, you This is the first Monday. This is the first Monday of the season that I'm wearing a dolphin item. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, and you know what? I mean, in all honesty, you know, uh, we've said all along how unfair it is to their fans and, and you know, what they've done. And so so you can see that just reflected in, in how, you know, the burden is kind of taken off and, and you know, uh, how – Uplifting it is when you can get a victory in this league, and of course when you play the Jets uh, and you get one over that organization, it, it's all the merrier. Uh, you know, and there's no way well, around that. Well, let's be honest. I mean, how great was it to see Adam Gase squirm at his post-game press conference yesterday? Well, absolutely. Let let me go one up on you, and I was going to say this. Um, obviously, we live in you know we're around the New York area. So we're in the heart of it, and we get a gauge of it. But what I found that I wanted to address to you, do you see what the number one thing that they're attacking Adam Gase for? It, don't tell have me you, Have you stuff. seen the No, I haven't seen it. Well, don't tell it, me it's it, the it, writing it, in the they, book. Well, yes, it, they are absolutely flipping out that as this is all going on, he is on the bench by himself, unengaged in the entire organization and the team, writing in his book. And uh, one of the newspapers actually has him on the cover, showing him on the bench, writing all alone. And that's something that we obviously know a lot about, because we've been bitching about that for oh, we've been almost five about that for years. Three years. Exactly. Right? Yeah. right? That is really funny. Uh, that is really hilarious. And, and, yeah, I that and I guess these people... Yeah, didn't know about it, and now that's the talk of the town. They're all flipping out that as this is going on, he's not even engaged with the team. Sam Darnold looks like he's, you know, looking for some semblance of a coach, and he's nowhere to be found. And, <laughs> and you know, we, we, we all know. We're, 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 we're dying to know what the hell he was writing down, you know? The yeah, game, when he's and I don't that, think the game's out of reach. It's really funny. He's like always, not even on the sidelines. It's a bizarre thing. Maybe he's writing his resume. Yeah. I don't know. But the bottom line is, uh, you know, it's just a weird look. And, uh, you know, when your team is suffering like that, to be to be all alone doing that uh, is it, kind of silly. And whatever the reason is, it didn't work in Miami. He was criticized for it. But he's so stubborn that he'll just keep the same technique in the same way. And uh, and obviously he's having problems up here. Um, he signed a three-year deal that's going to protect him to a certain degree. But you kind of wonder, you know, where this is going to land at the end of the year if it continues like this. Well, the, all I heard today is how how he's a dead man walking. That like a lot of people think you know he's not going to make it. Three-year contract or no right. three-year contract. They, they don't. Right. They, don't, they think that, that he's gone. Yeah, he's not getting along with Arnold. Big question. He's not getting along with the quarterback. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bigger mess than you can think. Well, there's two things I guess that are on his side. A, they hire a general manager that is supposedly one of his best friends, right? So that's that's you know they brought him in just because of him. 
And uh, and then like me and you have said, you know, it's a it's a cheap organization to a degree. Um, you know, they, they want to pay this guy two years for sitting home. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, we're gonna see. But yeah, we'll see how we'll see how good friends he is when they say either he goes or you both go. <laughs> well, they just hired him, so he's got the same contract. Oh, no. I mean, oh, he's got, a, I think, a three or a four year deal, Rich. So, like, oh, Donahue or whatever. I mean, he, you know, so it's going to be very hard to fire him as well. I mean, these guys just came in with brand new deals. And so, you know, I, mean, I don't know. The Jets going to pay an, an entire coaching staff to not coach and go out and, and do something else? It's going to be interesting to see. But uh, how bad is this team right now? I mean, you, you, you can look at it from the two teams facing each other, of course, that's one way of looking at it, but when you really dig deeper into the subplot lines, I mean, this is his old team, right? This is a team that fired him, and now they are, at the very least, front office-wise, tanking the season, and that they've yeah, they're trying, they're trying to lose. Their roster, so they're trying to lose, and he can't beat a team that's trying to lose. Yeah. Not not only trying to lose, but his old team that fired him. And, you know, I mean, you would think that if anything would be an incentive. So this is a big, big game for him to come out empty. And let's face it, the game was really never in jeopardy. I mean, the Miami Dolphins dominated this game almost since after the first drive. They they never really After the first drive, yeah, Um, right. Yeah, and and, and they, they, they took the lead and they held the lead for, you know, the entire game. Um, and so, you know, it wasn't even really a dog fight. I mean, even if it, you'd be surprised, even if it was like, you know, a last second field goal or something, but you know, it wasn't, I mean, they really dominated them for the most part. So bad effort by the Jets and, and, and Adam Gates for sure. Um, well, and, look, you know, look, what a, look what a disaster is Now I called this and you kind of laughed at me, but I told you that the bell signing was a joke. It's not going to work there. His style of running is not conducive with the Jets. You know, he can't stop at the line, look for a hole, and run. He's going to get hit 17 times. You know, it's not it's not the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line. It's not working. Well, I don't remember. I mean, he's what, he's I don't really, two yards a carry. It's awful. Yeah, I, I don't really remember. $20 million a year? I mean, it's a joke. Yeah, I don't really remember the second part of that. I mean, I, I, I really don't remember laughing at you about that. I mean, I think we both well, you, you, you were kind of worried about, about him going there. Well, what I was worried about is, that, you know, I mean, they got him for basically nothing. And so yeah, and, and you, were worried, you were worried about, about him like, succeeding there. And I told you that his style of running is not going to work with the Jets. And I, I was 100% you, right on that one. I mean, it looks ridiculous. I, I, he stops and he gets hit. You sure you're thinking exactly about that and not Minka Fitzpatrick? You sure you're not talking about Minka Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins not getting anywhere near a first round pick for him? You sure you're not thinking of that? <laughs> <laughs> the way he's playing, yeah, should have got two. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, I, I told you. You know what? Not to change the subject, but I, I told you that kid's a that kid's a good ball player, and he's gonna be. A, he already is a good ball you know, player. They just, they they just had him out of position and they had his head screwed up. You know. But, but I, here's I, I the deal. That. Uh, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying it to go. Uh, what, this is my point on it, Rich. My point is this: you'd be lucky to draft another player of that caliber in the first round. And, Man, and, right. and you, you know, we've and we've talked about how much you have to improve on those picks 
to get better than, like you said, the 6-10 and 10 team. I mean, so it just goes to show, yeah, you've gotten a lot back, but you've given up some real young talent, and so the, you know, the, you're the lucky if you can replace that. Look, a total thing, I have no problem with. That's fine. You, 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 to me, you can get a Hall of Fame offensive lineman in the fifth round if you don't use that one. I'm not worried about that. But the problem is when you, when you get rid of young players for other draft picks, you have to replace them. It's not like they're purging veterans and getting high draft picks. They're purging young guys to get draft picks. So you, you need to replace them and, and hit on the same nail that you hit the, the first time. And you know what the odds of that are. You know, not what, so what they, do. This is about a 40, they get, they, they're hitting about 40% of the time, right, with these high picks. And I'm being nice about that. It's probably less Yeah, I was going to say that might be a little high, right? That might, that might be a little, little high. high. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. the way they hit, they're going to miss a lot. So, a lot of these picks are going to sure. go for nothing. You know how it is going to go. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you yeah. something. If, if they go on to the non-skill position route like they've been doing, it's a real nightmare. You know, obviously, they're going to yeah. try to get a quarterback, but I'm not convinced they can handle that. You know? I think that's above them. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, it's going to be scary. interesting to see. And yep. one of the things that we've talked about is that, you know, uh, yeah, you have a million picks, but you have them all in the same draft. So, you know, that's another thing that, uh, you know, it could go either way with that. I, you know, they're not really spread out. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're, we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. But, uh, you know, it, it's definitely an uphill climb. Um, it's the first time I've seen this team start to play almost like as one, they, uh, you know, under the Flores routine uh, or regime, I should say. They, they, they've, uh, it it kind of seems like they were a little bit more unified in this game um, than they have been all year. So that, that's a little bit of a plus. There's a couple of young guys that have shown up that, uh, you know, seem like they maybe can play. And, uh, and that's yep. always a good thing. Maybe you find a couple – a few diamonds in the rough, if you will, while this is going on. Um, but uh, we've talked a little bit about you know, Preston Williams. He was obviously their best receiver this year. Um, and, unfortunately, he goes down with a season-ending knee injury. Have you heard any updates on that of what exactly the injury is? No, they just keep saying knee, but they don't say what it is. I mean, you assume it's a torn ACL uh you know, for something that's going to, you know, side it. I mean, they're talking about will he be able to to be back by next year training camp, so it seems pretty serious. Um, so, you know, you would imagine it's something along those lines anyway. Really, that's what they're saying, that it's going to take that long? Well, yeah, well, uh, the, the articles that I've read, um, you know, they're talking about uh, opening dates and, and, you know, would he be ready to insinuating that it's, you're basically uh, something that's going to require, uh, you know, a long rehabilitation process like an ACL or something like that. But, you know, I, I guess we'll see. Um, it's a shame. He was having a very good year. And, uh, you know, he's obviously got a lot of talent, that kid. So, um, he's very you know, good. It's a, that's, a, that's probably our best acquisition in the offseason. It was an undrafted free agent. Yeah. Yeah, no question about it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, so we'll, we'll see how that kind of shakes out. Um, you know, it, it's it's a weird dichotomy that this team has right now. Uh, you know, there's uh, two ways of looking at it, I guess. But, um, you know, I, I've always said, you know, I, I don't want to be the team that wins them all and loses them all, so I'm very glad to get that off our back. 
and it was a decisive victory, came at a good time. So I like that. We'll see how it goes. I mean, listen, I, I've said it before, and I want to keep beating a dead horse. I don't believe you turn a franchise around by absolutely going rock bottom and, and trying to rebuild that way. I don't believe that's ever worked, and I don't believe it will work. Um, that being said, you look at the schedule, you play the Jets again, you play the Bengals, you play, you know, um, uh, a couple other teams on this, Giants. The Giants. Um, so, you know, yes, I said that. So, so you, you know, yeah. you, you, there's a couple of, uh, you know, uh, certainly a couple of games on this schedule that are winnable, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how the rest, you know, shakes itself out. Um, you play the Cleveland Browns, right? Uh, you know. I mean, what, what, a, what a mess that is, huh? Tampa, Atlanta. Jacksonville, right? I mean, you know, there's winnable games in there. So, yeah. Yeah, I, a, yeah that's not working out too well. Woo. Not working out too well, right? That's a, that's an yeah. absolute disaster um, going on down there. An absolute disaster. I mean, talk about everybody said. being wrong. That was everybody's darling going into the season, too. Yeah, it's just not clicking. I mean, I think the coach, you know, was a question mark, and he's obviously found himself in a, in a jam for sure. Uh, and, you know, the Baker Mayfield and Beckham problems are starting to surface. He's starting to complain. You see, you know, uh, Mayfield not hitting him on open routes. And, you know, that, that, you know, you know how that goes. Um, it's just not really clicking. And they always got like, you know, listen, I, I think Landry's a really good player. And I think Beckham's an outstanding player. But why do they have to go circus every week? Right, you see yesterday what they did. What do you mean by circus? They have to, you know, bring out the circus routine every week. They were wearing like these unauthorized painted up spikes yesterday. Like they got always got to go to the clown show. Like you know, just play right. the game for crying out loud. You know, right, right, and, right. And Andrew was wearing something with the Joker theme on it. It looked really ridiculous. Well, yeah. wasn't it the and week they, they before were, that, Rich? Wasn't it the week before that that they uh, that Beckham ha, uh, had uh, did the the gold ones or whatever, and it was the big story because he gave them to Brady and Baker Mayfield was disgusted, and they got a picture as he's as he's gifting them to Brady after the game, and Baker yeah, Mayfield was like, like that. Yeah, but at halftime yesterday, they were told if they don't change their spikes, they can't play in the second half. Yeah, they you know, it, it, it all contributes. It all contributes, though. Yeah. I mean, it really, yep. it really is silly. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, there was uh, something about his face mask, right, or his, his shield, right? It's always something. Yeah, it's always, you know, then there's wearing watches yeah. and this and that. It's like, you know, guys, stop. You're two win. You're two win team. You're supposed to be a playoff team. Stop with the it side all show. contributes. It all contributes. Yeah, I mean, the side yeah, show is not how my it's out of control. You know, and that was one of the issues of why the Giants let him go. I mean, obviously, this guy is a renegade. He goes rogue all the time. Um, you know, I mean, the talent is off the charts. But, you know, you get a bad team or a team that's trying to put it together, you know, you have problems. Uh, and and I'd say, you know, we point them out because look at their roster compared to the Dolphins roster, you know. I mean, it's it's – you can almost go night and day with that, and yet they're, you know, look how much they're struggling, you know? Yeah. No, there's no question. I know. So, yeah, it could go either way. All yeah. right, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. 
31, 30 seconds to go. I believe Marino is saying I'm going to spike it. This is Mark Ingram, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant, as we recap the Miami Dolphins victory over the New York Jets, 28-16. to 16, And now uh, they will go to, uh, I guess, one step above uh, the New York Jets uh, at, in, in the division, 26-18, uh, to 18, rather. And, uh, and so, you know, uh, like we said, very good day for the Miami Dolphins. Of course, you can... Uh, catch all our shows right on iTunes. Just uh, go there. You have them delivered right on your phone. And send us any questions or uh, comments you want at uh, Pacatello Show at Yahoo.com. Uh, Rich, you know, good uh, all-around NFL week, as we had talked about. New England Patriots lose last night. Uh, you know, people making it as a huge shocker. Not a huge shocker. I mean, there's a big history between those two teams. And when Baltimore shows up, they show up. It's just that you don't know whether they're going to show up. But when they do, they can play. Uh, and Lamar Jackson had a, a field day. Uh, and at home, Baltimore could be very tough. It seems now that there's, you know, a few teams that are emerging uh, in the AFC. Uh, you know, obviously Kansas City uh, with a big win without Mahomes. So we'll see how that kind of plays itself out when he gets back. And then, uh, you know, Baltimore, of course, now uh, – with maybe a tiebreaker, only two losses, and, and Houston with a huge victory uh, out in uh, London, and uh, Deshaun uh, 
uh, Watson uh, there said, you know, maybe one of the best quarterbacking games uh, all year. So uh, there's three teams there. I know you don't have a lot of faith in them, but, um, you know, we'll see. At least there's some competition for this New England team. And maybe this New England team's not as strong as everybody wants to crown them, uh, you know, uh, saying it's the best defense Belichick has ever had. And well, it's, stuff, it's, just, you know? it's comical. I mean, they played nobody up until yesterday. So how good is the defense? How can you even say it's the best defense they ever had? They didn't play a playoff team right. until yesterday. Come on with that. And remember, we had They don't even mention that. They start mentioning it right. after New England's going to lose the game. Then they start bringing that up. And, Rich, remember we had said that their schedule is weird. Easiest schedule of all time. And then you get this five-game stretch, which is difficult. And that's what they're in now. They've already started off now with a loss out of that five-game stretch. So we'll see. We'll see how that carries out. Because then we said that the next part of it, the last part of it, again, one of the easiest schedules in football. And it's amazing. Probably the easiest schedule ever of a defending Super Bowl champion. Well, have you read through the lines about how great the defense is? Did you see what one of the reasons it's the greatest defense of all time? No. No, tell us. They hired Vince Lombardi's uh, son. Oh, oh, Bill Belichick's son. It's listed as a safeties coach, but they give him credit for the whole defense. Did you notice that narrative? Are, are you serious? He's listed as a safeties coach, but he's barking at the – at the defense, and then, like, the word on the street was that he he's calling the defensive plays lately, and, like, he's an absolute genius. And I see him, all five-foot-nothing of them, screaming at these guys. I'm like, man, that must be a treat with this clown. Oh, well, my goodness. Well, what I did see, what I did see is that uh, they had a whole profile that uh, the most sought-after new head coach uh, um in, in, in football, uh, uh, for the future, is Belichick's son, and they showed a whole profile of how uh, he is going to be the hottest commodity and uh, the next great coach. And and I'm saying to myself, you know, like where where does this come from? I mean, just you know, uh, obviously just because he's you know Belichick's spawn, you know, I mean they want to you know already crown these people, which is. Uh, which is just basically it's amazing. Ridiculous. He's not even a defensive coordinator. He's a safeties coach, and they got him like screaming at the defense yesterday. And you can see like half the yeah. guys aren't even looking at him. You know, is that's that really right? comical. Yeah, really. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and uh, a few weeks ago he had a thing. I forgot who they were playing. Might have been. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not really sure. You probably will remember. Maybe at the uh, Philly or Dow. I don't remember, but. Um, you know, he got kicked off the field because uh, he was there where, uh, during the other team's warm-ups, which he wasn't supposed to be. And, uh, yep. and then the coach kicked him off. I don't remember. Do you remember who they were playing? We know the coach. Yeah, I don't I forget. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to think I of who the that. coach was. And, uh, and so he so went to fight a genius in three weeks. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, I get the name. It's ridiculous how all of a sudden, you know, the, the, the name makes you, you know, the greatest, you know, new head coach to come along. It's just that it's ridiculous. I mean, come no, on. No, it is. It's so really insane. Is. You know. And, and I hear people going, the Ravens showed them too much. 
You know, they, they pulled every trick out of this bag yesterday. It'll never work in Foxborough. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, so I guess you're not supposed to try to win because you may show them too much, right? Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, we, I watched the game head to toe. I mean, there were certainly some plays there, you know, uh, that – uh, you'll go back into the room and you can prepare for them. Um, Belichick's teams have have notoriously had a hard time against teams with a mobile quarterback, uh, you know, and so obviously that's something that, you know, they will, I guess, go over or whatever. But, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just think it's, uh, it, it, it's you know, the kind of thing that um, – You'll see it happen again, and, and it's very hard to – you can prepare against it, but with that kind of talent, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be able to stop it again. You know, there was some – a little bit of trickery, but, you know, I'm sure you watched it too. There wasn't as much trickery as there was just athletic ability, and let's see how you're going to stop this play with that yeah, has a couple you know, of dynamic. They have two dynamic running backs. They have a, a speedster wide receiver, and they have a, a speedster quarterback. So – there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of weapons there. And you can, you know, you can look at that on film all you want, but stopping it, not going to be as easy, you know. And, again, it comes down catch, to what team shows up. Did you catch the wide receiver they have that's really fast? The wide receiver that the they have that's really fast. He's a rookie. He's from uh, Hollywood. His okay, no. name's Hollywood? Yeah, not from Hollywood, okay. California. Hollywood right. Florida. Right. <laughs> who, who is that? Oh, yeah. You talking about? You missed about? the boat on that one too. <laughs> oh, do you know who it is? I forget. They called. His nickname's Hollywood. I don't know. And they're like, "Yeah, he's from he... Hollywood, Florida." And I just started shaking my head. You know, is, is he a rookie? Yeah, right I hear in the backyard, what you're saying. You let him slip three fingers again. You know. Is is he a rookie this year? Yeah. Yeah, he's ridiculously and, uh, fast. That's it's not the kid from Notre Dame, right? No, I don't believe so. Okay, because I know they had that kid from that kid Boykin from Notre Dame. Didn't they draft him? Yeah, this kid's not from there. Okay, there's just another kid. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. You know, there yeah, there's talent there. It's going to be interesting to see. You know how it pans out, uh, and, but it's certainly a team now that's uh, you know in, in contention for the Marquise Patriots. Brown, which is you hear me, Marquise Brown, Marquise Brown. Okay, I got you, and uh, I, I remember him actually from the draft. I remember hearing his name. Yep. So yeah, there's there's talent there. You know, listen. My point is, Richard, one more team. Right. It's one more team. Yeah, I got you. It's one more. You seem to be having a a delayed reaction. So I don't know if you have like a delay going on to you. No, it seems like we're talking um, over each other. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, I I don't think you're hearing me when I talk, maybe. But uh, no, I hear um, you. It just seems like you're hearing me. Like just there. I, I go. <laughs> I go the opposite. I think there's, there's a long enough track record to prove me right on that. <laughs> I think you're up to your usual. To be honest with you. Uh, here we go. 
<laughs> um, one more team, one more team that at least can give a little bit of competition maybe to this Patriot team before they get crowned Super Bowl 50, whatever it is. You know? They got Champions. a long way to go for that. Like, that's, that's a long that's way to go. Point, be you happy know? you got the undefeated nonsense out of the way. Oh, I am. I'm very happy about it. I'm very happy about it. And, and, and you know, uh, of course, when you see uh, the machine stutter a little bit, you know, all the better, I guess. But I told you all this going into the year. I told you you're going to be 8-0 and you're going to be aggravated, you know, because they play nobody in the beginning of the year. You know? Well, you did, said you did say that. Yeah. You did say that, and you were correct. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, like I said, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how the rest plays out. But at this point in the game, you got to be very happy coming out, out of this game with what we got, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, the only thing I didn't like yesterday, if you want to start with this, you know what I'm going to say. Go ahead. I, I think yeah, I know Flores was timeouts. Flores with his timeouts before halftime were absolutely ridiculous. You know, he gave he gave them a chance to score. You know, that was the one thing right before halftime. You know, I, I was thinking about there. Let the time run out. And he let them score a touchdown before halftime. And then, you know, the end of the game with that safety thing, it was ridiculous. Just run a play for crying out loud. You know, and then they reviewed it, and we got a safety. And, of course, it's five points there. You know, that was insane. Yeah. yeah. This is what I'll say to that. And I knew, you know, you had this saved up, so – um, uh, you know, and I, and I can't disagree with you wholeheartedly on it because I think I think the timeout, the first one, certainly was a mistake. Um, but this is what I'll say to it: I think that you make a call like that when you have a, a Super Bowl caliber team, like with Tom Brady and that kind of defense. Then I understand that call because you're trying to save time, and you know, 45 seconds, you know, is certainly plenty of time for them to get back at the field goal range for whatever happens. Uh, but I think, you know, the problem is you don't have that kind of team. You have an offense that's been inept for seven and a half weeks. So to call that there, you know, very stupid. It gives the other team uh, a chance to regroup, take a breath, and, and do whatever. It okay? gave another, so, it gave another you know, downs. When they got a first down, it allowed them to have another set of downs. They never would have had that without that. It was well, ridiculously stupid. Yeah, well, I think that changes, too, because once you have it, you're going to play differently. You're going to run different plays depending on what time you have on the clock, right? But, uh, you know, certainly I think it was a mistake calling it there. But, I, you know, like I said, I think I think something Belichick might have done, uh, but you have to know your personnel. On the second one with the uh, safety, um, when you look at the play clock, you know, you're gonna you're gonna run that play and then you want the clock to obviously go down as far as you can to run the next play. So, you know, that clock is gonna run. You're not gonna come right up and snap the ball because you wanna run those forty something seconds off the clock, you know, to get out of there, uh into halftime. And what I'm assuming is that what we know and we see you know, they have no way of knowing that on the sideline. So when Fitzpatrick goes back there, uh, you know, I guess they, they really have no way of knowing that it actually is a, a, a safety when you look at it closely. And so, you know, I, I, I give him more of leeway on that 
than I do on the first one, because I think that might have been a little bit more out of his control, you know? And I think you're letting the clock go down to whatever you'd want to do, and then you're calling the timeout late as you can to figure out what play we're running to get off the half-yard line, you know? And it well, here's, the, here's, 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 here's I'm going to dispute on one thing. You didn't know, okay? He's got guys in the booth that are watching it like we're watching it. He's got he's got a he's got a, he's got the headphone on. He knows. Somebody had to tell him. Yeah. That, that, that's and if they didn't tell him, it's ridiculous. They're watching what we're watching. Why don't they? Okay, wait. Let's let's play it out though. You 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 run the play right. Boom! It goes down. He gets up. Clock starts to click again. They spot the ball. Fitzpatrick goes to the sideline, and the intent is that. You're going to let the clock kick down to one second and call a timeout. So, if anything, I put that on Ryan Fitzpatrick. Because Ryan Fitzpatrick should have been like, listen, it's a safety. we got to get out of here. Let me just call another play because if they review it, we're screwed. I put that on him. The odds of them looking at it up top within that 30 seconds and getting down to downstairs and saying, hurry up, go. I don't know. I just think that's a little bit harder to do. I, I don't really think that's feasible. I think I put it more on Fitzpatrick. The only one who really knew what that play was was Fitzpatrick. I mean, he knows. But, you know, we you're, know you're, saying, you're telling me a coach in real time that's talking to him 24-7 up there can't say, you better run another play, it looks like this could be a safety, that's that's going to take a minute? They're saying the same I, thing. Really, yeah, we didn't, we didn't see it, though. Uh, if you really go back into real time, we didn't really get to see it until that timeout was really called. Because that clock starts right up. So I, I think the time frame is a lot closer than you, you make it out to be. And if anybody's going to take – I, I, I have said to it as soon as it happened. I, I said, I don't know if that ball got out of the end zone. I said it right away. Actually, I'm the one who said it. And you, you said, what do you mean? I'm I the one who said that. that I thought it was a safety. I know you never remember yeah. it because you have very selective memory. But <laughs> it wasn't as clear – but, but, Rich, but, Rich, even if you remember, and, you know, we said it, we were talking about it, but we really weren't able to verify that until much later down the line when we seen the close-up reviews, which did not come real quick. You know what I mean? So, really, the only person who knows that to a least is Fitzpatrick. And Fitzpatrick, if anybody, you know, should have took that under his wing and maybe, you know. Yeah, I, I would think the after the first debacle timeout that you'd be a little skittish about going another one. I don't know. To me, well, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, the timeout there, the timeout there is basically because you have the ball on the one-inch line, and you want to make sure you run the right play to get it. And I think there was four seconds remaining, so you want yeah. to make sure that you get the ball out, you know, some fashion without it turning into a disaster, and you let the clock tick all the way down. So you know, it's really the timeout I could see as the right call if it wasn't. A safety that you're trying to avoid. And I guess put it that way, you know. I understand where you're coming from. Certainly on the first timeout. I think that was, you know, the first one was more. The first one was juvenile. The first one looked like a, you know, like a Herman Edwards move. You know, that, that was just. No, no, it looked that like. Was ridiculous. No, 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 it didn't, Rich. It looked like a, a Joe Philbin move. A Philbin move. And, I'm sorry. And, and that's what's really got you ticked off because it's happened before. Yep. We watched Aaron Rodgers 
come back yeah. in a game that we dominated, come back and beat us because of the stupidity of Philbin, which almost looked like he did it on purpose and was excited. And, and, yeah. and it basically was like, hey, Aaron, remember me if I get fired here, okay? So, yeah. You know. It didn't really help out. Why, didn't he go there? I thought he went there. Yeah, but he's not there anymore. They didn't keep him. Oh, he's not, they didn't keep him? Okay. No. <laughs> All right. I got, I got you. All right, let's take our last break, and uh, we'll come on back and wrap this thing up right after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near, and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, You'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Trying to get my courage up There was this long, lovely dancer in a little club downtown Loved to watch her do her stuff Through the long, lonely night She filled my sleep Softly swaying to that smoky beat down on Main Street. Down on Main Street. Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pacatello, Rich Van Zandt, as we come to the final stretch. And uh, tonight on Monday Night Football Game, uh, Dallas comes up to play the Giants, so uh, they'll be at MetLife Stadium tonight to do that. And um, the Dolphins uh, will take this momentum on to Indianapolis uh, next Sunday, and we'll see how that goes. And uh, I think that that's a 4 o'clock game, Rich. So we got a 4 o'clock at Indianapolis next Sunday. <laughs> why is, I wonder why. How did that happen? You know? That's strange. Well, a lot of times, a lot. A lot of times that indie game is at four for some reason. I don't know why yeah, that guess, Midwest thing, but, but uh, it's not the first time that it's been a four o'clock game out there. Yeah, I, I what, don't know. What's some the status on uh, 
What's the status on their quarterbacks? Um, ironically, it was uh, turned out to be the knee, and because uh, if you looked at the thing, it, he gets stepped right on that ankle. It's very nasty. But it turned out to be the knee that was injured in that, and it was a I think a severe sprain. And apparently, he could have come back in if it was an emergency. And so he's day to day, and 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 uh, you know up in the air, I guess for Sunday. So we'll see. So we're not gonna get lawyer. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's probably a good chance not, but who knows? I think it's fifty-fifty at this point going in there. So, (laughs) you know, that's a big difference. (laughs) No, it is. It's it's a huge difference. It really is. There's no doubt about it. It was pretty nasty when you seen that lineman step on his ankle, though. So it was surprising that it turned out to be the knee, but I guess it got so hyped. Yeah, I thought he was gone for the year when I saw that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. It really was. It was definitely nasty, you know? So to be clear, you were in favor of the two timeouts? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Loved them. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to get it on the record. I wasn't quite sure, you know? Sometimes you're not too opinionated. You keep things. You know what he said last week, too? Ryan Fitzpatrick's the starter for the rest of the year, he said. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't understand why you feel the need to make those announcements. I mean, the last time he made the announcement, Josh Rosen lasted a, a quarter and a half and his season was done. I don't really understand the need for that. <laughs> that was the article, the article I read. They go, Josh Rosen's in trouble. They named Ryan Fitzpatrick starter yeah. for the rest of the year. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, really, what is the purpose of doing that? Like, why do you need to do that now? Uh, well, why don't you no just idea. take it, play it by ear? Why don't you just go week to week? I mean, you know. I, <laughs> that's I like know. the George Steinbrenner vote of confidence. Why, did he fire guys after giving him a vote? Oh, yeah. Vote of confidence. That's, that's did he did it with Yogi that year. Yeah, in April, they were talking about Yogi. Oh, no, Yogi's the manager. Next week, gone. That's why Yogi didn't come back for 30 years. <laughs> but he did yeah. that a lot. Like he would give before he fired Martin and these guys, he would give them a vote of confidence. There's a few times he did it. Oh yeah, it was more than once. Absolutely, the vote of confidence. Right. Yeah. Yep. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. How many? Yeah, I think he did it at Dick Houser too. It, after the tough playoffs, they asked him right away. He was, you know, blaming Mike Farrar for sending Randolph home, and he goes, "Yeah, Houser's my guy." This and that. He was down the next week. <laughs> so that was after the season. Yeah, it was after they got swept by the Royals in the playoffs, the three-game series, and uh, and then he wanted Houser to fire Farrar, and Houser wouldn't, so he got fired. So Mike Farrar was the guy. That he, uh, yeah, because you know, he said Randolph Hall was ridiculous. He was nailed by like 15 feet, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he, and he uh, really fired third base coach over one play? Come on, you know? And then Bob Lemon comes the next year back again to go to the World Series, right? Yeah, well, the Lemon thing was hilarious because, like, at, at old timers' game, He's on the field, and they announced that Martin's coming back for the 81 season. Yeah, I was, I, I was at that game, like, really? Nobody told me. No, I was at that game. I was there, yeah. though. I was at that game. That was 78, though. That was 78. That's before that. That, that was, was 78. 78. Okay. 
That yeah, was that, was, that was 78 old-timers game, and they announced Billy Martin will return for the 1980 so, season or something at that point. And, yeah, so it was bizarre. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but but didn't but – didn't, who replaced that? Was, uh, was it Lemon in 81 that replaced Towser and, and they went to the World Series? Was it Lemon? I don't – you know, I, I really don't remember because Hauser got fired during the off season. you know. It was, you know, it was, right. it was like, you know, Christmas time, you know. So right. I, don't, I don't really remember. Welcome back to the New York Yankees Legend Show. Hey, you got to do what you got to do these days, you know. Hey, hey sometimes, you sometimes the conversation you. strays a little bit. What? what how much you just talk about, about one and eight? How how much can you talk about a one and seventeen? I mean, come on now. You know, yeah. You're a little we're not doing movie reviews. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I'm with you. I'm with you, and I know there's a couple people in Long Island listening to us right now that are on board too. The uh, one one thing um, that happened uh, in the past week, you might want to say, I don't think we touched upon it last year. I could, last show, I could be wrong, but uh, the Kenyon Drake show. That trade went down right before the Pittsburgh game. And so uh, King and Drake wound up having that monster game uh, out in uh, Arizona, right? He had the uh, well, I got 171 a yards you. or something like that. Okay. They, they had, like, the thing on, like, uh, the top five running backs from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, right. Number two, Damian Williams. <laughs> number three, Kenyon yeah. Drake. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah, unbelievable, right? Did you see that touchdown that uh, that Williams had? I did. Uh, and and did you just, see uh, uh, and Tyree kill? Did you see that? He caught up to him. He was, he was like, in, in slow motion. Yeah. Did you see that Tyree kill thirty-five yards? He, he slowed down so he could he didn't, he didn't beat him to the end zone. <laughs> unbelievable how fast he is. I know. But, you know, we we uh, both like Damon Williams, and we thought that that's a guy. I don't understand why they got rid of him. It's a guy that had a knack for the big play, could snow in the end zone. Uh, they didn't even get him for him. They just let him walk in free agency. For nothing. It's ridiculous. Which was so stupid. That's a good yep. ball player. I always liked that kid. And I'll tell you another yep. thing. If you look around the league, just to add on to what you just said, Damian Williams, Kenyon Drake, let's not forget uh, not more winning that game out in Kansas City, right? And Ryan yeah, Tannehill, yeah. of course, is, you know, having his little run out in uh, Tennessee. There's a lot of ex-Dolphins making some noise in this league this year. There's no denying that. Uh, it's too funny. It's too funny. You know, I know. Let, let's be honest. Hey, Tunzel changed that culture in Texas, too, you know? That is he doing well out there? I know he's starting. Yeah, I know yeah, he's starting he, there. I haven't really been following him, yeah. but yeah, is he doing well, Rich? Yeah, he changed that whole line. You know, that was their weakness. Yeah. So you know. yeah, I mean, yeah, and there's no doubt, and you're, you know, and that, that's young talent, and yeah, you got a lot for him, and yes, you can find a Hall of Fame, you know, tackle guard, whatever, in the fifth round, but you know, you can also not find one too. So let's just hope that they, you know. They're able to replace these guys, and uh, you know, I, I think they did some right moves, but I think they also gave some people away. And uh, you know, I, I go back to that 2016 season, and you know, 
I don't know how you got from that team, which I thought was really good and on the upswing, with a quarterback that was your starting quarterback was injured when you went into Pittsburgh for that playoff game. I don't know how you got from there to this that quickly. Uh, it just seems a little ridiculous, and I think that money obviously was the uh, the incentive there, and that's the problem. And I, I don't know how you're ever going to get back, you know, when that still to me and to you seems like that's always the incentive with this team. Well, I think that's the main agenda. That's what the problem we have, you know. And I don't think that's changed. It's easier to hide that right now when you're the worst team in football. But when you start yep. getting good and you got to pay guys, I think that's going to resurface again. And we both have issues with our owners, the, our owner. And there's no doubt about it. There's no question about it. You know, you know what's funny? It's like, you know, Tannenbaum drafted this Charles Harris guy who's benched and he's terrible. You know, the, the question was who are we going to take, Charles Harris or Taco Charlton, right? And, you know, we got right. Taco, too, because the Cowboys released him. He's 100 times better than this Harris. We still have Harris on the roster. Oh, yeah, much better. He's actually been playing really well. I mean, we'll remember him for yeah. not, not trouncing on that fumble last week. But he's having a decent yeah. year. Yeah, he does have talent. You're right. Charles Harris is, you know, obviously. Yeah, he's never released, turned but we still out have this dog that Tannebaum brought in, you know? Yeah. Um and did, I really uh, apologize to any dog who got offended by that comment. Yeah. Did uh, <laughs> well, did Tannebaum dra- draft Olivier Vernon? No. Was that him? He didn't. That was before him. No. That was before I him. I think he was interested about in getting rid of Olivier Vernon, but I don't think he was there. <laughs> he wasn't there to draft yeah. him. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah. So what year did he get there, Tannebaum? Was it uh, – was he – He was there Tannebaum was the – was the Dion Jordan, was that him, that draft? No, no, that was Philbin. That wasn't him? No. Okay. Okay, so no. he, um, so he's after that. Uh, yep. Jelani James, was he there for that, or was the, it's the year after It's the year after the Landry. It's a year after we drafted Landry he got there. Oh, okay, so he got there. So Devontae Parker, that was the 15 draft. That was his yes. guy? That was his first yep. draft? Yeah. Devontae right. Parker? Okay, so uh-huh. so some of the other names that you're talking about, like Jordan Phillips, that's another interior lineman. Remember him? Oh yeah, yeah. Jordan Phillips yep. was his first move after after Sue. We're like, why are we taking another defensive lineman? You know? Right. Because because they didn't have right. a plan to have Sue there for the whole contract. That was they bring in Sue's replacement before Sue even gets there. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, and then. Uh, and if 16 was probably his best draft because he got Punzel, Howard, Drake, Jakeem Grant uh, in that draft. So that's probably his best one. And then and then comes the Charles Harris draft, like you said. Rockwell McMillan, Tankersley, yeah. uh, Good yeah. Show, Isaiah Ford. You know, so. Uh, oh, he'll be back too this yeah. week, I guess, Isaiah Ford. Yeah. Well, yeah, and they and they cut you. We should, yeah, uh, you know. I, I think he's in there so long. Back now. But, What's that? But he never seems to. I, I getting on to like Isaiah Ford, right? Because we've talked about him like quite a bit. Um, like this is another guy like that. You know, we've heard so much about him for so long, but you know, like never really came to fruition though. He's a seventh round pick, Pat. 
he never he was a practice squad guy. The guy's not any good. It's AP bringing him back because he knows the system. And now with Wilson Williams being hurt, they're bringing him, bring him back again. What do you think they're going to go on the street yeah. and get somebody? You have to pay for somebody? No, They'll just bring no, him no, back no, you're right. Wage. You know, you're right, but you, but but you seem to forget like how much they would like keep talking about him, like he was going to become, you know, well, the, they, the next they Tim Brown. Some coup that that he slipped to the seventh round. You know, yeah, yeah. it's a joke. But yeah, it's a joke. But it never really translated to on the field. No. And I'll tell you so many of these Grant guys is having a terrible season this year. This Jakeem Grant, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's enough, it's enough of this guy. I mean, they line him up as a, as a receiver. If he's not wide open, any friggin' defensive back can knock the ball away because he's four foot two. It's a joke. He's not a receiver. I'm telling you, like I said yesterday, he's got one of those electronical collars where he can't get past the 25 yard line on a kickoff return or he gets shot. It's like a wall there. He, he, he wasn't gonna, there's nobody there. He's gonna fall down when he gets to the twenty-five. He's not allowed to pass that. Three, he had three catches, thirty-three yards, but he did have that one yeah, big good. first down where he yeah. dropped the ball on Adam Gase's foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, on that note, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Lions <laughs> Dolphins Legends Show. <laughs> Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Say a thing.